SAFM Sports Special. Stephen Kirker in for Brad Brown. Very pleasant surprise. I looked out of the SAFM studio window and saw Dr. Ali Bacher has popped in to see us. We'll be speaking to him a little bit later in this hour about the Discovery Health Sport Heroes Walk Against AIDS. He's going to be joined by Cynthia Chaka as well. But uh, I'm very pleased to say that uh, I had an idea earlier in the week that uh, since Kevin Anderson had wrapped up the season at uh, the uh, Paris Masters last week, we try and catch up with him. I'm pleased to say we've tracked him down. Uh, Kevin, thank you very much for making time to speak to SAFM Sports Special, $992,500 uh, banked in the year, a pretty good year, but I'm guessing it's, uh, it's more about the way you performed on the court than uh, the bank balance, although clearly that is an important aspect of being a professional sportsman. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it's definitely been, I think, a very good year, and the main goal uh, is always what's going on on the court, and... Uh, I think finishing a top 20 for the first time was um, was was a great achievement. It's one of my goals I set uh, for myself. Uh, there's looking back at the year, there's been a lot of good matches and good tournaments. There's been a few matches that I'd like to do a little bit better on. I think as a whole, there's a lot I can take from uh, uh, take from the year and uh, use uh, to try and uh, improve it and continue to have better results next year. Fitness, uh, especially for a big guy like you, is, is a problem. You've had problems with your knee. You had uh, elbow surgery also early in the, new, the, the year. How is the body at the end of the season? Yeah, there's always um, uh, stuff actually going on. I feel there's not too many I think, pros who are completely um, uh, in perfect health without one or two niggles. And I certainly had... My patient this year, I feel, I think uh, having elbow surgery in the beginning of the year was one of the more major things, but I was able to come back uh, quite quickly on that. And uh, I think the toughest one I had to deal with was right during the US Open and a couple weeks before that where I was really unlucky with bruising my hand just by a very unlucky incident on the court. And um, that was quite tough. Uh, It took me three and a half weeks after US Open without hitting balls to try and get healthy. I was in Auckland. through that period, and uh, it took a little time uh, getting back into the swing of things as well. So it's always uh, a huge part of the game and staying healthy, and it's something that I've really tried to spend a lot of time and focus on giving myself um, the best chance of staying healthy for uh, throughout the uh, throughout the year. Auckland, uh, you do tend to go back there when you you need treatment, and also I guess you're going to be um, heading out that way to as you look to prepare for the new season. Yeah, I've spent quite a bit of time in Auckland. Uh, my physio, who I've worked with before, is from there, and uh, my uh, my coach for this year as well, um, were both from Auckland. So that made it um, made it quite good for me to go there. Uh, actually, this year in December, I'm going to be. I'm quite excited. I'm going to be in Florida. Uh, my wife and I just got our uh, our first place there, so we're basing out of Delray Beach in Florida. It's right by the USTA Training Center. Uh, there's a lot of other pros in the area. Um, so it'll be nice to be able to uh, settle down and spend some time uh, at home. How much? Uh, yeah, I mean, how different is life now? Because you have got married, uh, you know, the, and uh, I mean, you, you're not the same youngster that you used to be. Um, balancing, you know, the off-court stuff and uh, your on-court stuff. Uh, how are you finding that? I think this has been a big uh, plus for me in that my wife's been able to travel with me um, uh, throughout the year, actually, which was. Uh, really nice to have her on uh, the road with me and experience everything and also uh, 
have that uh, that um, you know off court uh, support as well, which I think is always uh, which is always important. Um, and uh, that's uh, when you're especially when you're traveling so many weeks, uh, it can get quite lonely out there. So having her with me has been great. And uh, but um, yeah, you know, on on that note. Um, I think in terms of awkward stuff, uh, you're obviously spending a lot of time on the road and you don't get to settle down so much. So that's, I think, why you see a lot of guys traveling with teams and people uh, just to uh, to have that uh, companionship, especially out on the road, and help uh, bring all your focus and efforts to everything uh, on the court. Battling for consistency, I mean, that, that, that is the, the mark of uh, the great players, being able to do it week in, week out. Um, certainly, I think that, that last match I, I saw you play against uh, Federer. I mean, a great honour to finally get to play the Fed. You had a couple of uh, opportunities before where you, you didn't get to do it. I, I saw you play some fantastic points, but uh, at the end of the day, of course, uh, Federer came through. It's all about marginal percentages. I mean, how much better can you improve those percentages? Because I imagine if you do manage to do that, you'll have more confidence when you play people like Federer and Djokovic. Yeah, I think um, it was good playing Federer uh, this year. And as you said, it's been a couple of times that I'd, I'd, I'd lost beforehand. Um, I thought I played some good parts uh, of the match, uh, but there's some parts where I, I made it quite tough for myself. I didn't get off to a good start and already going down to a break first game against Federer is not going to be easy. So definitely look forward to hopefully having another challenge against him or, um, you know, any top player for that matter. I've played a few other top guys this year. I felt uh, definitely coming closer. Uh, you know, Thomas Bowes is something I've played a few times, and there was a few matches this year where I felt I was up and serving for the set a couple times, and that's where you mentioned those one or two points uh, can make a big difference. And that's, just, that's how close it is. Uh, at certain, uh, maybe not every point the same, but there's certain points which can definitely swing tennis matches, and those are ones you, uh, you try and win, which really makes a difference. I have to, I mean, it's inevitable. I have to ask you this. Uh, he's been a thorn in your side. Uh, w- w- when the draw comes out, do you think, oh, no, blooming Thomas again? Um, yeah, you know, it has been a few times out, and it's all been quite big matches as well, uh, which, uh, you know, having, if I'd won a couple of those, it would have, uh, you know, done quite a bit. But uh, I look forward to uh, the challenge each time. Anytime you're playing again, the top ten, you really have to play some good tennis to get through. And, and that's why you work hard. Uh, off the court uh, um, in the gym and um, in training weeks and also get through those matches so you have the opportunity to uh, to, to, to test yourself against these guys. So I definitely look forward to the challenge. Uh, I'm sure it'll present itself again and hopefully I'll be able to uh, get, uh, get a win. Uh, ultimately, it comes down to the Grand Slams. You've had a, 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 you know, your best ever performance in some of the Grand Slams uh, this year. Those are, of course, uh, the ultimate aim. Also, the, you know, the top ATP um, 1000 events, which uh, you know are, are the big events. In terms of planning the year ahead, assuming you stay injury free, I'm guessing that's uh, going to be the focus on making sure you're in the best uh, shape of uh, that you can be for the big ones. Have you looked at your calendar for the new year? I I haven't looked at it in too much detail. Um, just meaning that for the for the most part the calendar remains quite consistent. I know there's a bit of a change uh, after Australian Open. There's a few tournaments switched around, so I've got to uh, figure that out. Um, but uh, the way the rankings work, especially now out of your 18 tournaments that they take, 
there's 12 of them that are just the Masters and Grand Slams. So you can see that you really need to perform well in those events to give, uh, to give yourself um, a good shot of uh, moving up the rankings and being well situated. Uh, you can certainly have success in the 250s and 500s, but they're only counting six of those at the end of the day. So, you know, all the guys are doing that. Um, I think the, the, the benchmark of a great year is, you know, one definitely looks at the stands and the masters and looking for good performances there. I think this year is able to take a step forward in making the fourth run at a couple of them in Australia and French. Actually, I definitely be looking to take that further, uh, quarterfinals for starters and moving on forward in that. And I think master series, uh, was in the quarters of Indian Wells, so go further on there as well. Um, those are the mm-hmm. top formats. Everybody's there. Everybody's ready to play that. Everybody else is also looked at their schedules to make sure that they're playing their best tennis that time of the year. So it's definitely um, the toughest weeks, but if you can do well, uh, the most rewarding as well. Yeah, you, you beat uh, David Ferrer in the second round there. Of course, it was that darn fellow Burditch again. In the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again. But uh, you've made it into the top 20. That clearly was one of the goals. You want to play more consistently. There's a big gap between making the top 20 and the top 10, I imagine. There is, uh, in terms of points, quite a uh, quite a big difference, and that's where having success against the top guys really comes into play. Because uh, that consistency you were talking about earlier, um, those guys are there almost every tournament, and especially the uh, the more the deeper you go into tournaments, those points start doubling. Um, so even though there's quite a big point gap, just winning the right matches uh, can actually close that gap quite quickly. And even the uh, even my year this year, I was having good consistent results and finishing that at 20. A few wins here and there, maybe a couple wins against Burdich, um, would have given me quite a few more points and pushed me uh, higher up in top 15 and maybe nearing in top 10 as well, uh, depending on those matches. So, yeah, it is a step forward to get to top 10, but at the same time, it really comes down to a few matches at the right time, and that's what you keep working for and keep... Uh, Put yourself in the best position because any week, uh, if you have a big week, that can really make, um, uh, really give you that leap uh, into the next level. I have to ask you about Davis Cup. South Africa has uh, now slipped down um, and has got the, 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 the playoff against Monaco um, coming up. Um, clearly, ultimately, you have to focus on, on what's best for your career. But uh, if uh, SA gets back into uh, gains promotion again, would you be trying to perhaps find time in your schedule to help South Africa out and uh, maybe get another crack at the World Group? Yeah, uh, you know, it's obviously a question I'm asked a lot, and I can definitely understand uh, the people asking that. I I felt like I've um, tried to give my perspective the best I can, and I uh, continue to try to do so. Uh, haven't looked, as I was saying earlier, um, haven't looked exactly what my schedule is going to be like. Uh, I sort of try to take it from a tight to tight basis, and uh, it, uh, it has been tough. And, uh, you know, I've, what you asked me earlier about putting myself in the best position for, uh, especially tournaments like the Masters and uh, uh, Grand Sands, and you've got the other tournaments as well, which you really try to well in because <clears throat> they count every. Grand Slam and Masters event. Um, so <clears throat> it, it really depends. Um, it depends on my schedule. It depends on my health. Um, it's not always an easy decision, but what my what I've always tried to say is I've tried to do everything I can to give myself the best opportunity to reach as high as I can, have the best results I can, and hopefully that in itself of seeing a South African in the top 20 
I think that it is possible for you know, kids around the country to uh, to do that as well if they if they keep at it. It's also um, a form of inspiration as well outside of just Davis Cup itself. Kevin Anderson, thank you very much for speaking to SFM Sports Special. All the best uh, for the break. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, well, we, we we look forward to following your your next year with interest, and we'll be gunning for you in those big ones. And of course, uh, hope, hoping for the top ten. Good luck with that. Thank you so much. There we go, Kevin Anderson, uh, South Africa's uh, number one uh, tennis player. He made it uh, to the ATP uh, World Tour final in Sydney at the very beginning of the season before losing to Bernard Tomic in uh, three sets.